Alright, so to uh, page Samach Gimel, I believe. Page Samach Gimel, piece uh, pay. So the last paragraph on uh, Samach Gimel. So, again, what he's been talking about is the, the general idea over here, which is, again, step one, there's a God. Step two, you're created by that God. You have a beginning, Parshish Bracious. It's the beginning, it's the chaskas of everything. So now he's going to give a little bit of a, of a practical way, practical derech, about how to sort of, uh, you know, bring this exercise out. How do you learn a Pasuk in Parshish Bracious in this way of the uh, Mechazik, you know? So, so he gives a little bit of an intro. He says, by pay, Nenasa Let's give a, an actual example, a practical example. Ketzal Lilmoit as Maiser Bracious to actually learn Parshish Bracious, but to learn in the right way, in a way that uh, brings it in. In a way that'll that'll uh, that'll take root in the person and awaken the person to this simple muna that we are created. That we are created. There's so much chizit that comes from that. You know, you can have a you can have a bad day, a bad who knows what. You know what I'm saying? But you're created. What is what does that have to do with yesterday? Nothing. So you're created right now. It means you have a purpose. You have an achrayis to do. You know. Even even by the way. I mean, you know, Hashem made us in such a way where it's like a funny, it's like a funny dynamic, you know. Technically, all we have is the moment that we're in, right? But every moment that we're in, what are you supposed to do in that moment? It always depends on what happened, what in the what's in the past, and what you want the future to be. So it's like it plays with us psychologically, you know. So everything you're doing is like you have to do it because of what's what you plan on doing the next moment. You can't allow that to be your motivation. You know, you have to be able to live right now. You know, being created means that all you have is right now, right? Being created means that you don't have yesterday. It means you're not guaranteed tomorrow. All you have is right now. So what should I do right now? Well, the only, to, to figure out what to do right now, you have to assume that you're going to have it tomorrow, right? Because, you know, like, it does, you know, you, you can't actually live a life, nor are you supposed to live a life, Assuming that it's your last day on planet Earth, right? That's, you know, you have to do what you have to do, assuming that there's going to be a tomorrow. But that's only because that's what you have to do right now, right? <laughs> like, it's a, that's how your avoider right now is, is based on what would it be if there would be a tomorrow, but not because there's an actual tomorrow. It's, uh, you know, it's, 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 it, it alleviates the, 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 the stress of what's going to be tomorrow. Because there is no tomorrow, but we can't. But but again, it's not ignoring tomorrow. It's just the avoid of today is assuming that there's that is as if there is going to be a tomorrow, but but there really is no tomorrow. You know that's what bracious means. Exactly, exactly. We were talking about the other night. Yeah, hayam, the hayva right now. That's a that's a gula mindset that you're freed from. From the see, the past is a prison, the future is a prison, right? Right now is free, so. But again, that's the trick. You have to like live now, using the lessons of the past and the foresight of the future, but only because of what it means for for the right now. Because now is empty, right? So only you know. So what do I do? Like, you gotta you gotta use some. So you got to use something that's concrete to define what to do right now, but it's all about right now. Okay, so he says, So let's, let's just give a little bit of a hakdama 
to give a, you know, to explain what type of method a person should use. So let's say learn a pasuk in, in, in the truth is in all of Torah, but pasuk in Bereshis in particular, to bring it home. So Bereshis nachs or So again, let's just to reiterate. In enem chasim chidushim, when you when you learn a pasuk in this way of trying to to bring home this amuna that you're created, you're not looking for a chiddush. That's not the point. You're just trying to understand and to really absorb the, the pashas of the Pasuk. But this is the way to do it. It says in Pasuk, right, that when your children will ask you uh, why you bring the car in Pesach, right? so you'll say, you got uh, you should tell them that Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim. That's the mitzvah of, uh, of Haggadah, Pesach night. Right? That's the Pasuk that we know. This idea of, of saying over to your children the story of Pesach. So it's like this. And this is, the, this is how, this is a panemistic way how to, how to understand that halach of a father telling a son Pesach night. Every single person within yourself, there's a father, there's a son. This, this idea of there being a physical father teaching and educating a physical son, that's just a reflection and a final step, the final station of something that started way earlier, which is within, within the self, there being a conversation taking place between the father and son within the self. What does that mean within the self? The intellect is the father, and the, the son is the, the heart is the son. Even the word lev comes to the word ben, to understand, kenaida. Okay, and so on page So again, So the seichel has to teach and communicate something to the heart. And and so again, this is the type of limb we're talking about, right? We're talking about what we're trying to get to is the is not is not a, a brain learning. It's 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 the brain teaching the heart. It's getting it in the kishkas, which means that we're going to therefore have to use the model of Pesach night. Right, to figure out how to do that, right? Because the way that Chazal set up how a father should educate a son, it's going to be reflective of this root, of what it is in the root of the, of the, the seichel teaching the heart. And that's what you want. So he says, Okay, sometimes it could be with thinking. Until the heart learns something from that. Sometimes it's verbal. So sometimes, again, different people in different times. Some people um, are moved more just by thinking. Some people are, are, are mostly moved more by, by saying it out. There's different, different ashamas, different types of people. We'll talk about that at some point. So you have to first know like, who you are and, what, and where you're holding right now. Are you more, are you, uh, more mental right now? Are you more verbal? Okay. But, either, but in either case, the idea is the heart, the, the, the brain to communicate, to teach the heart. And once you have the deeper meaning of this, of what father son means, then now it's much more expansive than just Pesach night, right? That that is all year long, really, to to uh, implant within your own son, in other words, your heart, as he says, these deep levels of amuna. Again, this, by the way, this way of thinking of a mitzvah, that the physical mitzvah is more of just a, a, a reflection of something that's 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 even more true on a deeper level, and the deeper you go in, the more all-encompassing the mitzvah is in terms of time that it applies all year round. This is a big side of pinim It's a big side of pinim and That's why you'll find 
like um, I mean, t- taken to an extreme. We'll have like stories of like like Hasidish Rebbe's that like on a on a Tuesday, you know, in uh, I guess in Shvat, right? Tuesday in Shvat, they'll be thinking of connecting themselves to like Hanukkah and doing you know, uh, even nowadays there's tzaddikim that like on a regular Meiriv will tell the Chazan do like Yom Neroim Nigan, you know, like they're not going to say Yom Neroim Davening, but they'll do. The, uh, but why? What does that mean? Like, what does it mean that the Makash themselves to the Indian of Because the answer is, Yom the Rosh Hashanah is, is a day of the year, but we're, that, that's a reflection of something inside that's called Rosh Hashanah. So if the Tzaddik is Makash themselves to that Indian of Rosh Hashanah inside, then they're in Rosh Hashanah mode, right? So as, at any point in time where, where you are trying to awaken your heart through thinking about something, that's called, that's called Haggadah, that's called, you're saying you're in the middle of Magid. That's what it means, right? So where, where are you? Like, what day is it by you? It depends what dimension you're living in, right? If you're all the way on the outside, then it's Tuesday and Shabbat. If you're, if you're completely, you know, in that world on the inside, maybe it's Pesach, right? So it depends where you are. So he says, and what does it say in the Haggadah? So he says, Afilu kolonu chachamim kolonu vaynim kolonu yoidim esatayra kula, right? Mitzvah lein l'sapir yitzis mitzrayim, right? So even if you're a big talachacham, you still have to go through this process. Why? Well, again, if, if you're looking at it just purely on the outside, then that's a question that we all have every single year. It's like, why do we have to redo this? Well, you know the story, right? But if, see, if, if, the, if, the, this, if, the, if the, te- the education of the father to the son is seen as a reflection of, of your father to your son in terms of yourself, then yeah, you could be the biggest Tamil in the world, you still have to do this because your son, your heart, is still ignorant. Right, so you kula chachamim and nevainim. That's all in the seichal, but the the son has to be educated. I, the physical son, might know the story. Maybe he has the you know the the thick notebook, and he's saying the varts uh, the whole say tonight. He's he's quote unquote educating you. Uh, that's not uh, what's really going on. What's really going on is a reflection of what should be happening, which is that the seichal is inspiring the life. So he says the chalzais. Again, you could be a chacham, a novin, and a yedeya, but that's all, those are all words describing seichel, right? So the seichel is full of information, that's good, but the heart is what needs to be educated. And the heart doesn't have the pashtas. So what's happening Pesach night? The only thing that's happening Pesach night is that that truth within the nefesh that always is there every single moment of every single day of father educating son within the nefesh, Pesach night, that is more pronounced. So that side of who you are on the inside, it's, it sticks out and everything is colored from that, from that prison. So, and that's called Pesach. But, but what Pesach means always existed. It's just that that personal nakuda. There's a part inside of us that's called Rosh Hashanah. There's a part that's called Hanukkah. There's a part that's called Shachras. There's a part that's called Shatnas, right? And so every time, so when you, when, when, you know, when a person, uh, the same thing, I just said Shatnas, so fine. You're in, a, let's say, in a situation of, of an Isayan of, uh, of Shatnas, and you, you're fulfilling the midst of Shatnas. It's not the Shat that, like, now you just bumped into that Indian. No, it means there is, there's, the 613, there's a, there, whatever shot, we're not going to shadness right now, but whatever shadness means, that's the truth within your nefesh that you could always connect to. You could always be a kind of the mitzvah of not wearing shadness. When you experience that moment of actual test of are you going to get this tested or not, or are you going to 
you know, uh, put on the jacket or take off the jacket because you're not sure whatever the situation is. Then now that part of your neshama, sh- which is called like silva shadness, is now coming to the forefront. That's what's happening. So, and in Pesach night, I'll call Adam every single person. Again, practically, even if you're chacha meivin v'yadeya, multa ola saper, you have to be masaper. And he says in the bra- in the parentheses, loshen ha'ara, the word sipor comes from the word sphera, which means illuminate, right? Something that's illuminating. Loshen ha'ara, me loshen sipor, safir, k'mashukasu v'samark da'ashim. So, lasaper v'yitzis mitzrayim means to illuminate the sun in yitzis mitzrayim. What do you mean illuminate? Just you're trying to give him information. The answer is no. Father, son, in the deepest sense, in its root, means the seichel illuminating the heart. Because ultimately, the information is all there in the seichel, but the heart needs to be illuminated. That's the, so therefore, reflective of that is the mitzvah of sipur, you follow this? In other words, this is why even all the halachas of sipur, right? I mentioned this on Shabbos afternoon. The differences between the mitzvah of remembering Mitzrayim every day and the mitzvah of, of sipur, Yitzhah, Pesach night. The reason why those halachas are there is because that's the word, because the letters... Sipur and the same and the letters Safir, which means to illuminate, are the same letters, and fundamentally it's the same mitzvah. By you fulfilling the practical details of Sipur, Tiz, and Sraim, that's reflective of this deeper aspect of the mitzvah, which is Safir, which is to illuminate the heart. But it's all one Indian, it's all one Yusite. It all it all's based on the letters. It's all based on the letters. And those same letters in, internally are interpreted one way. And when they make themselves known externally, Pesach night, practically, they now are reinterpreted in a different way. But the, the site of the mitzvah is those letters of Samach, Pe, Resh. What they mean inside is illuminate. What they mean on the outside is to say a story, question, answer, v'chul, v'chul. But, it's, but fundamentally, it's the same side. This is, again, this is just a good, he's not, this is not really the point right now, but this is a very good example of how to look at a mitzvah from a pianistic way, where it's, it's it, yes, you are acknowledging the reality of what the mitzvah means, you know, practically Pesach night, but you're seeing that as just a final step of a process that began much more internal. That, that's, and, and, and every step along the way, it's all based on these same letters and the same words of Sipri, Tzitz, and Sraim, but what those words mean and how they're interpreted change as the dimensions move from internal to external. I mean, it's no different than, I mean, on a high level, the Ramban, Ramban says famously in Chumash, right, that when Hashem, the Torah that exists down here is the same letters as the Torah that exists in Shemayim, but the words are broken down differently, right? And in heaven, it's all one long stream of divine names. Whereas over here, it's Breshis Bar Lekim, it's Hashem Vesar, so it's the same letters, but those same letters can be read in a, in, in, in a, in a, there's a, there's a version of that text as you experience it down here on planet Earth, and there's a version of that same text that you that your neshama is experiencing on a much deeper level, but it's the same letters. So, and every level that you're on, those those letters are reinterpreted. And what what does Maidani mean? Let's say for I'll give, there's an example. We don't have time to go into this now, but there was a, a very famous mimer from the Lavitch Rebbe called uh, uh, like Be'inyan Hachasidus. It was a Yutaski slave by Fabrangan, and he gave a whole mimer to give an example of what of what Hasidus says. So what was the example he gave? Because he, he, it was a whole mimer that there's four levels of Torah, right? We know Pshat, Remez, Trush, and Said. And then there's Said, Sheva, Said. And that's Hasidus. It's like, what does that mean? So the example he gave was an amazing thing. It's a whole mimer of Maidani. Maidani. And he went through, what does Maidani mean? So he explained, in Pshat, in Remez, in Trush, in Said, and Said, Sheva, Said. And every single step along the way is exactly Maidani. The Maidani. 
But Maida Ani is a reality in the Neshama. And the Neshama, when it moves from that deepest place of the unknown secret of secrets, and it gets all the way, all the way at the Pshat, it's the same Maida Ani. But those same letters are being reinterpreted, and the meaning of the, of the, and the, and the avoid of Maida Ani is changing, but it's all the same in It's just a matter of seeing it as something that's the final stage of what started in a much earlier and much deeper place. So that's what Sifri Season Shrine is too. I, we, we went completely off, uh, you know, what, what this is about right now, but it, it, the whole idea of your is very simple, right? So, okay, I'm sorry. So the Vizashan tomorrow, we'll, uh, we'll get back into this, and, we'll, and you're going to see he's going to use the model of, of Pesach night, of how Sifri Season takes place, to sort of take that educational model of question and answer, back, you know, things like that, and apply it to how to learn just to read a Pesach and Bracious to uh, educate our own, our own heart. That's going to be the, uh, the method. Okay?